Welcome back to the Game Link Podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Lebby. And as always, I'm joined by my friend, Elmer. Hater Hoder. Uh, this week is a little different. Uh, we are doing audio only because my camera broke. And uh, <laughs> I haven't been able to get a new one. They're kind of expensive. I told you, Caleb. Or, sorry. Damn it. Fuck. <laughs> it's okay. I told you, Levy, you gotta have the Windex a little closer there when you guys are having squirting parties. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, well, um, it's been quite a while. So before we talk about Rampage, uh, what have the last few months been like for you, Elmer? Wow! Now that is a question right there. Oh, wait, I forgot. Uh, we're also joined by a new guest today. You want to introduce yourself? Well, I might be the most uh, noxious commenter on this Twitch stream, but uh, <laughs> this is Archangel. I decided to chime in on Rampage because I have to be one of Dwayne Johnson's number one fans from the WWF. No big deal, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I figured I'd chime in on this episode and see how you guys thought about this movie. Considering yeah. we own Rampage <laughs> on a regular basis and... Elmer and I try and have record competitions on high score. We have a Midway 12 machine where it has 12 different Midway games in it, and one of them is Rampage. So, yes, no, her and I, um, we regularly play uh, that while watching uh, Godzilla movies on the new Roku channel. So, yes, yeah, yes, we do. And she's, and she's normally here for the podcast, but she's never here for the podcast. If you Just sitting in the other yeah. room. Yep. So, uh, anyway, what have, what have the last uh, few months been like for you, Elmer? Is that Rihanna, or is that Beyonce that once said the famous lines in the most annoying way possible? Wank, 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 <laughs> Yeah, no, a combination of work, uh, prep this summer for uh, going on a destination wedding slash vacation, which Levy here is part of, where we did a bachelor party for a friend of ours. Um, I was part of the bachelorette party, and uh, no, here a little bit of here, there, and everywhere. Um, unfortunately, everywhere I've been over the past, oh god, what has it now been? Two months since our last episode, almost two and a half. It's been a while. We it's been a very busy summer. My goodness. Yeah, pretty much since then. Um, this is like the closest I've actually been to the Twin Cities in that meantime. I mean, hell, I've been off of Snelling twice, and that was to get a suit fitted, but I can tell you right now, I was not nearly anywhere close to you for that. So. <laughs> then it was a Tuesday, so. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you see anything, uh, you see anything good? Oh, yeah, you see, uh... We went and we did the Barbenheimer Challenge this weekend. We did. Um, we didn't do them back-to-back, <laughs> just because we both had to work. Um, we took my father to go see Oppenheimer. And then we took my mom and my aunt to go see Barbie last night. Totally worth it to go see. I totally recommend it. Do the Oppenheimer Barbie movie back to back. It's totally worth it. Both the, will stress you out, but have a total reconcile for... You will feel satisfied <laughs> at the end of both. <laughs> you know, as much as my father is a big history fan, at the same time, every time I, I would look over during that film a couple of times, and uh, the look on his face was like if I would have... It, um, at the scene in Saving Private Ryan where they rescue Matt Damon instead a giant horde of zombies come out. Which reminds me, I need to show my dad Overlord one of these days. Oh, yeah, that was alright, yeah. 
But uh, yeah, just kind of his look on his face was, what is this doing in my World War II movie? <laughs> and then seeing the look a couple of times on my aunt and mother's face last night when they're like, yay, this feels like the Barbie we grew up with. And then all of a sudden, uh, wait, what now? <laughs> yeah, both are definitely, I mean, Oppenheimer, I felt it was more of like a scientific versus an English aspect, the way they did the, no spoilers, but the father of the atom bomb. I mean, if you didn't know your history, and then like the political and English points when it came to a trial, so it, it was very, very good on all all aspects. Um, when it came to the Barbie movie, oh, it was so much fun. It was definitely a comedy drama. Do not bring your kids to this, please. Do not. <laughs> definitely fourteen and above. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a take I didn't think pick up on before. Oh my God, yeah, no, it, Oppenheimer did play like Henry V. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Whoa, Shakespearean read on a Chris Nolan movie. Shocker, Shakespearean strikes back. <laughs> Wait, oh, you can read all of his movies like that. Like Hamlet as The Dark Knight and... Uh, Midsummer's Night Dream as Inception? Speaking, of, speaking of Keanu... <gasps> Uh, I watched Freaked again with, with my Ooh. buddy Tyler. We were going to watch that last weekend. Uh, yeah, we watched it, I think, last week, maybe two weeks ago. But, uh, man, that's always, a, that's always a good watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We just got to bite the bullet. We got to figure out some movie or some video game we could tie in with that. I mean, there's got to be something, right? Clay Fighters? No, I guess there wasn't that much claymation. Um... Toxic Crusaders? We could do a double feature with a couple episodes. Oh, uh, we could think of something. We'll ha- we'll we'll find a way to squeak her in. Uh, yeah, man. What did I do? I I've just played a lot of Final Fantasy 16. I hear it's so good. Oh my god, <laughs> it's it's gotta win Game of the Year for 2023. I swear to God, it's like <laughs> it's the it's, it might be my new favorite Final Fantasy. Now, as a big uh, Final Fantasy fan, does it compare to any of the others? Um, it kind of feels like twelve a little bit, just because uh, of like the era of technology they have. But like, not really. It's uh, it feels more like a TV show. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. It's really cool. I don't think it's tied to any of you know, like. Uh, Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy VII are like tied together, um, and there's like a couple more, but they don't really do a whole lot of that. So, oh man, it's so good though. It's like uh, somebody just—I heard someone describe it as uh, Game of Thrones meets Godzilla, and I'd say that's pretty accurate. Definitely the only reason I'm considering a PS5. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like. It'll be like two or three hours of like story and cutscenes and cutscenes, um, and then like all of a sudden it's like an hour of just like really fun like kaiju fight combat stuff. Uh, the combat system is like Devil May Cry basically, so you just kind of zip around the the battlefield, and it's it's not like you know Dark Souls. You don't have to be like super precise and. Uh, I don't know. It, it's really nice. It's really nice just to <laughs> no. uh, button mash, I guess. No, I guess. Well, I'm always a fan of button mashing. Yeah. Big God of War fan. <laughs> you and know me. 
an old Dynasty Warriors fan, count me in. Is there an actual Devil May Cry anime series or anything like that out there, or no? Oh, you know... Wait, what do you mean? Anime series, yes, but... No, there is actually a yes. Devil May Cry anime no, series? there is Ooh. an anime series. Oh, Ooh. yeah, there is. No, I, I... I've seen that anime oh, series. Nice. It's actually From really 2007. Um, I totally I recommend it. it. I want to do it. It's on Crunchyroll, so we should totally binge that sometime. Yeah, oh, we, oh, yeah. we will have to talk about it. More so, I just want to... I just want people, if they don't know, to hear how that game came to be, because it's one of my favorite things when it comes to gaming. It was a good I'm, game. I'm downloading it right now. <laughs> the dynamics of the fighting styles was always so much fun. It was another button mashing kind of deal. I was going to say, do either of you know how that came to be? About no. how the series came to be, which is the best part. No. Oh, just tell should I spoil it, or should I just, or should we wait till the episode? Because I think let's, of anything. Uh, we... Let's wait. Let's okay. wait. Actually, let's wait. if you guys are willing to do it, I would still watch Devil May Cry oh. with you guys. Oh yeah. Yep, that's downloading now. By the way, I always sit in the background watching movies with them while they do the pod before they do the podcast. So I will be here watching and making comments. So sometimes they steal <laughs> my jokes. <laughs> half the good, half of our good jokes come from her. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's see, what else did I do? Yeah, we had the, that bachelor party, which was pretty fun. Um, my new job has been pretty busy, and I've had, like, a lot of birthdays and holidays and things like that in the last, like, month, so. Yeah, it's, it's... I mean, we have 4th of July, I mean, we had... <laughs> yeah, oh, I... All the fairs going on has made all of our jobs, I'm sure. But I will see. need to, uh, the next time uh, we do an episode and I have a camera again, I'll have to show off some of my new computers. Uh, I've started collecting uh, old <laughs> old Macs from, like, the 90s and early 2000s. It's only slightly less sad than um, collecting Air Jordans, but uh, nope, you're a good pal. No, I'm kidding. Well, there's this place in uh, in Minneapolis called Free Geek, and uh, it's basically just a thrift store specifically for old electronics. And uh, I end up going there way too frequently, and always, you know, something will catch my eye, and I just can't stop thinking about it, so I have to bring it home. So now I have a few. Uh, now I have a few cool retro computers that I tinker around with. But uh... you know, literally that exact same phrasing, word for word, is how I got my job at the pawn shop. <laughs> I just walk in there, and there'd be something on the shelf. I just kind of needed it, and I knew I could refurbish it and fix it up and make it yeah. all new and add it to my collection. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, that's how I became a pawnbroker. <laughs> yeah, it, it started with one retro computer, and now I have uh, eight. Eight retro computers. <laughs> <laughs> and I may make fun of him for collecting iMags, but um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, may I remind you, I collect movie posters, and I have everything from the Terminator to the Beast of Black Lake uh, to, uh, what's the funny one? Oh, uh, Blood Hook by Troma. I have on my uh, bedroom wall. And uh, can you please confirm this for everybody? No, definitely he does. It's the blonde woman in a bikini, red bikini. And it's perfectly hooked. With between her top and her bottom for a musky lure as she's riding a wave on one foot, riding with one leg up. I mean, it's a total, like, you would think it's a middle, God, what, what was it, of a playboy, the centerpiece? Oh, like a centerfold. <laughs> centerfold. It was a total centerfold kind of pose. And no, it was. it's a great poster that sits in our bedroom, and I wake up to it every morning. <laughs> 
You know, and we forgot <laughs> to mention it was Elmer's birthday not long ago. Which today you gave me uh, my probably my favorite present I got this year. Uh, Offense, me. <laughs> it uh, no, um, it's awesome. It is a really good condition uh, in the box, um, open previously. Of uh, is it xenophobia or xenophagia? Uh, xenophobe. Oh, xenophobe. Which uh, the second you take a look at this thing, you go, um, "20th Century Fox should be on the phone any minute." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, I'm excited. I, I pretty much I think the second we get home, I'm gonna pop that sucker into my NES that you refurbished for us and make sure that uh, well, we get a pretty good couple of games in on that. So. Yeah, you know, uh, it's. It's the least, like, it's, it's the most blatant ripoff of Alien <laughs> that I've ever seen, and I knew I had to buy it for you, because it comes with a poster and everything, so. Wait, there's a poster in there, too? Yeah. Dang, I might have, ooh, we got that one blank spot in the wall in the library, ooh, I might have to, I think I know where that's gonna go. It's okay, Caleb. You can take birthdays. I'll take Christmas. I gave him a puppy for Christmas, so it's really hard to top it after that. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, I suppose uh, Rampage. Do we Rampage. have to? Rampage. Oh boy. Did were you able to find anything really on this? I know you were saying you were having a little bit of trouble at um, one point. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't find a whole lot on this game, but it was made in the 80s, so they probably just didn't document a whole lot of stuff like they do nowadays. Also, the cocaine. Yeah, that too. But uh, Rampage uh, was an arcade game made by Midway. Uh, it came out in 1986. Basically, it's a, a group of humans that can transform into giant kaiju-like monsters, and uh, you destroy everything in sight. It's a pretty simple and fun arcade game. Um, I remember liking it a lot when I was a kid because you got to smash stuff. Um, I mean, it's obviously inspired by monster movies like King Kong and uh, 20 Million Miles to Earth. Um, so the, the three characters you, you had were a, a giant ape, uh, a dinosaur, and a werewolf. Um, and you basically just like destroyed a city. So it, it had two lead designers, um, Brian Collin and Jeff Newman. Uh, Brian was the artist and, and Jeff was the programmer. Uh, they weren't even uh, people that like played video games, they weren't like fans of arcade games. But um, they thought of <laughs> a game where there was no wrong way to play. Um, because that appealed to them. So instead of having like an objective, your only goal is to just as destroy as many skyscrapers as you can. Um, and they chose skyscrapers because um, they found out they could only move rectangles in the background uh, on this like really dated hardware. So they just made everything skyscrapers. <laughs> <laughs> That's why in the original game, there's no like. Mount Rushmore or Statue of Liberty or anything. Right. Oh, okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I mean, as you go through levels, it's just different buildings. I mean, different, different skyscrapers. Yeah. Great skyscrapers. Yeah. Yeah. But I do remember, like, a later 
iteration of the game. I think you like time travel or like go to space or something. I can't remember. But I remember it kind of looks like a warp. <laughs> I remember. I remember one of those games. You at least got to destroy the sky needle. I remember that being um, a big thing on one of the like either the game's cover and yeah, like one of the commercials for it. I remember seeing like one of them smacking the other <laughs> one with the sky needle like a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah, they um, they. For the first one, they had a lot of limitations, um, just because of the the hardware that they were like the midway machines they were programming for were uh, pretty old. Um, so they they uh, actually like used also chose a city because they can just repeat everything, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter. Um, and then the the characters George and Ralph uh, are actually the same character model just with different heads. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, uh, every time a building is collapsing, it's just, like, a bunch of smoke and stuff. Uh, yeah. And they added that to cover up all the glitchy effects of the building collapse because <laughs> it didn't look good at all. Yeah, I suppose the simplistic way of, like, disappearing building would be the pixelating, yeah. just smoke rolling. <laughs> instead yeah. of it, you know, looking As like... the pe- building's disappearing. Yeah, instead of it looking like snake going, doop. Duke, Duke. You now put you, that on there. Helps to kind of <laughs> cover it up. Now, mind you, Elmer and I, the only reason that we get as much as we know of Rampage is as far as we can get. Anybody that owns a level one arcade set or knows one up. that even level, level yeah. up? One up. Sorry, one, one up. up. Sorry. <laughs> one up uh, arcade set. Even if you set them on the easy settings, it's hard. I mean, even if you grew up with the joystick arcades, like the original arcades with the quarters, I mean, when was the last time you went to one? It's not the norm anymore. Like, I went to, uh, we have a barcade here in the cities, Mm -hmm. and uh, last time I went there, I was expecting just to kill it, right? Because I'm the video game boy. Uh, And no, like, even in the Simpsons, like, arcade game, I got, I got stomped <laughs> it's not the same as when yeah. we were kids i mean yeah. i felt like i was actually really good at rampage and i mean i'm a master of bubbles but i still can't piss get past at least level three i think is the furthest i've ever gotten and that now, i swear it was chance put put me on like a uh hydro thunder or uh or like a star wars pod racer and oh, i'll yeah. win every time I mean, the Tetris game on the original joystick, I was always a big fan of. Otherwise, it was always the uh, um, Galactica. I was a big fan of growing up with the joystick originally. House of the Dead and Primal Rage. Either have me be a dinosaur beating up a big monkey and or me popping zombies' heads off. Uh, Those, oh, yes, every time, every time. Um, The the really funny part, uh, when you brought that up about how difficult this game is on our one-up arcade machine, I mean, think about that, though. Your life throughout that entire game is going down every single time you walk. It's almost like the E.T. game in terms of how the energy meter works on it. That game is designed to suck the quarters <laughs> out of your goddamn wallet. And holy God, that's the only way I think we've ever been able to get past level 10 is because we're able to spam the start button to put more quarters on the damn thing. Well, the amount of allowance. And the, the, the funny thing is this, this game was almost a complete flop. Because management uh, didn't think, like, they, they were unsure that it was a good idea to make the player, uh, like, a monster villain. Um, so they, like, wouldn't, like, produce many machines. 
Um, and then eventually they got new management who was into it, and it blew up, <laughs> and they even ended up adding like additional levels and stuff to to like add an extra layer of difficulty and stuff. So, to be honest, kind of thinking about it, I'm a little shocked that at least in say like Japan, like Toho wouldn't have actually gotten the midway license and actually produced like a Godzilla ver version of this. I mean, how hard would it be for them to actually put like Godzilla sprites over the different uh, monsters? If this would have been an anime. Oh. Instead of a stupid Dwayne the fucking Rock movie. Uh, spoilers <laughs> for the video review portion, uh, uh, gentle <laughs> listeners. God, this would make such a good anime. Because the story could be ridiculous and nobody would care. All I can think is Tarkovsky. If he did the adaptation for the animated series for Rampage. He's thinking Japanese, you're thinking American, yes, or Western. I, no, no, but here's the thing. I'm in between. I don't know which one of these I want to see more. <laughs> if I want to see, like, the guy who does One Punch Man, if I want to see their take on Rampage, but I also want to see Gendy motherfucking uh, Powerpuff Girls Tartakovsky, I want to see his take yeah. on this story as well. Oh, my God. Just the way he did Primal, if you, I mean... <sighs> oh, yeah. And his was... new series, what, what is it called? Unicorn Team? Unicorn, um... Unicorn Eternal, I think it's called. Something like that, yeah. Unicorn something Eternals. It, on that. On, uh... It's on Max. It's on Max, but it's also a, uh, it's also on uh, Adult Swim, I believe. Uh, yeah, for any, that's another thing we've been watching. We haven't finished it yet, but my god, every time we watch that, I'm just like, damn it, Sony, just give him the Popeye movie. Come on. <laughs> he, he deserves it. How many, okay. How many Hotel Transylvania movies have you forced that man to make while dangling Popeye above his head? Just let him do it, guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So, the, like, uh, because the game is, like, about people that transform into the monsters, uh, the artist, uh, Brian Collins, uh, he put in the opening cutscene, he put himself as George, his wife as Lizzie, and uh, now I'm in the programmer as Ralph. Um, like, uh, not too long ago, like decades after the game released, um, Colin uh, talked about a popular rumor that Lizzie was based on Godzilla uh, because it was a giant lizard, but uh, he explained that it was actually based on uh, Ymir from 20 Million Miles to Earth. Which is a good one, a very good Ray Harryhausen stop motion animated film. Yeah, he he said that he liked Godzilla, but it would have been too large to fit uh, into the game. Oh, okay, I can kind of. Mm -hmm. So, um, this game now, when I say it took off, this game was on everything. Every from the Apple II with a green monochrome screen. To the NES, to the Atari, uh, the Sega Master System, um, the uh, the the T uh, TS the Tandy, the Radio Shack computer from the eighties. Oh shit! <laughs> this game was on everything. Um, they even they even put the entire the, like the game in its entirety as an Easter egg in the Lego Dimensions game from twenty fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that doesn't surprise me because uh, in 2009, Warner Brothers bought 
uh, rampage along with probably most of, or if not all of Midway. Uh, and WB also makes the the Lego games and movies, so I guess it makes sense they would just put it in. Easy way to do some, a little bit of shared IP like that. Uh, yeah, and then they give us this movie. Oh, this movie. This <sighs> movie. I mean, I sigh, but... Uh, eh. <laughs> You'll hear my thoughts later. That's not a sigh of... You're not angry, you're just disappointed. <laughs> not even disappointed, just in, indifferent? <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm okay with it existing. Uh, yeah. I suppose this movie probably did great in China. Yeah, yeah. no, with with their passion for watching um, large scale structures get beaten down by giant um, CGI yeah. monsters that aren't Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, yeah, no, there it's well, and there's just like that thing where where like these big budget movies will just like dumb it down and make it so generic and like telegraph everything for foreign audiences because they know it's probably not going to do great in america so make it as generic as possible by dumb it down what he means more so people just a, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what he means more so is you make the plot so easy to be tra easily translated yeah. um in terms of you know like localization so yeah. that way so that it's understood what's happening you know i mean it's one of those movies where it takes, literally, this movie took an hour to get to the main point, which was Rampage. Yep. I mean, when it finally referenced what we all knew as Rampage, it took an hour to get that far because of all the backstory and storyline they had to do beforehand to actually make the movie. Which, um, if anything, when we were trying to think of a name for this episode, uh, what were the two that we did, that we kind of thought of that were like, nope, that's a perfect way of doing it? What was it? Uh, Jack Hanna's Wild Adventure <laughs> 2, Secret of the Ooze, and then yours was, um, oh, Marty Stelfer's Wild America 2, Secret yeah. of the Ooze, is yeah. the best way of describing it. Took all of an... Took all of two-thirds of the goddamn movie before we figured out what the secret of the goddamn ooze was. Oh, well, and I think... Uh, the greatest thing about this movie so far w was uh, the the ideas that we came up with during. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. we came up with uh, somebody at Hollywood and or the Asylum. Uh, please call us for the next um, legendary kaiju movie. Uh, may it be the new next um, Godzilla versus Kong movie or whatever it is. We have the best one for you guys, Minnesota slash Midwest-based uh, kaiju film, where it's the Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox statues from the, uh, the mini theme park here. It's the Land of Lakes lady. It's the Basswood Monster out of the Boundary Waters. It's Peppy out of Lake Pepin. It's the uh, Jolly Green Giant. All, all brought to life by Purple Rain on Lake Minnetonka. Somehow it's just magical like that. <laughs> and I mean, if we want to get even crazier with it, you know, we start pulling out of, say, like, Mount Rushmore gets in on it, too. Oh, that'll be in the sequel. It'll expand to the rest of the Midwest. <laughs> uh, Mount Rushmore get up, crazy horse cracks his way out. Um, it's just literally every monument across the the bean, the bean in Chicago turns out to be like a blob. Hey, we don't want to give away the sequels yet. Oh. Mothman comes to life. 
<laughs> oh, that oh that'll be in the third oh, one when we get yes. into Pacific or not the Pacific into the eastern uh, eastern north. Yeah, yeah. we get a lot of mats in there. We get Sam Squamsh in there. Sam Squamsh. Squamsh. <laughs> we we could even get a group of gay frogs. Oh no! Oh, Alex Jones has to get squished. Alex Jones, has, he'll do he'll do our movie. The man will do our movie. How much is he paying off again? And that and those from those lawsuits, he'll do our movie. <laughs> And Alex Jones as Toe Jam. <laughs> so, so, how does this movie start? No, oh no, 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 I'm joking. Space. Well, I, if anything, no, 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 joking, joking. Um, yeah, no. So, is, this movie is there anything, somehow starts. Um, but is there be, anything remarkable about production wise? The only production? thing that's very. The only thing that's interesting about it, other than the fact that, well. We now have to fear the fact that Warner Brothers owns the rights to all of the Midway content, and they get to hold that sort of Damocles above our heads and be like, hey, when do you want to watch the Paperboy movie? <laughs> oh, God. It better not. Wait a second. That explains it then. That's right. Mortal Kombat's part of the Midway. Yeah. They can make their Avengers film whenever they want, if they really want to. They can make the Tapper, Mortal Kombat, Rampage. Yeah, good point. That actually I'm covers all saying. bases. Ugh. I'm just saying. It covers all bases. As well as um, even Disney. Can pro- you know, with, uh, Ralph. for a movie that I didn't like, Free Guy wasn't bad. For a bad movie, it wasn't Bad. No, it wasn't bad. Okay, but a slight spoiler for our discussion. I think Rampage as well as Free Guy are on the same level. Yeah, I could watch it again, cool. uh, but I don't want to. Um, I don't need to. <laughs> but no, literally the only thing of remarkability about this is the fact that, um, well, Dwayne the Rock Johnson was the person who was first signed on to kind of get, be in this movie, which he said he did it out of a nostalgic love because growing up apparently very close to his home, there was a pool hall that had a rampage machine that he played a lot, as well as he then got the game for NES that he said that he played a lot. So just out of nostalgic fun, that's why he went, no, I'm going to be in this movie, which is then why he then reached out to his friend Brad Payton, who he had also made... Uh, what is it called? Uh, Journey to the Mysterious Island, uh, the sequel to, well, uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth with Brendan Fraser. Um, but uh, he did that, and he also had done San Andreas with The Rock. And so, yeah, brought this guy in to make this film. And if you couldn't guess this movie was Canadian, uh, Malin Ackerman's in it. So, <laughs> uh, that is all the remarkability of this film. <laughs> Definitely feels like a San Andreas. Uh, well, and wasn't this wasn't this originally gonna be given to Yuva Bowl? No, 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 no. Um, Yuva Bowl made a movie called Rampage back in the mid two thousands, which was about uh, Brendan Fletcher uh, from. Um, Ah, crap, I'm trying to think of things I know Brennan Fletcher from that everybody knows he's from. Uh, he's in Freddy vs. Jason, and he's in something else. Anyway, uh, he goes crazy. Uh, orders a bunch of body armor and machine guns off of the internet and then goes on a rampage in a small town and it's played as a laughs and a comedy and when it first came out people were saying oh wow Yuva Bowl actually made a not half bad movie that actually is saying something and now in the light of day of 2023 you cannot watch that movie in, in the same light unfortunately <laughs> we live in a different world now ladies and gentlemen oh boy 
So it's a bit problematic. It's like trying to watch Tootsie today. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Much like, uh, much like the story of the production, this movie is just kind of like a nothing burger. Which is fucking crazy because, like, Levy was talking about earlier in the original game, you're you know one of three test subjects that get you know magic goo uh, sprinkled on top of you, and that's turns you into a monster. In this movie, it's some animals that get turned into giant monsters that are just acting like animals. Yeah. Can you imagine if they would have played this actually like like the modern version of Attack of the 50-Foot Woman or something like that, and you actually had like, you know, one of these creatures getting upset because like one thing in their life pisses them off so much they're going to take it out. Like one person's pissed at their boss, one person is pissed at their you know, significant other, or their mother, or their father, or something like that. You play that up with a comedic aspect, this could be a lot of fun! Yeah, this, uh, I, I'm sure it would have made it uh, a lot more complicated to to write, uh, write it where the humans transform into the giant animals. But yeah, it's just, just kind of like, I guess it's about the game, you know, but it's not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Make it compl make it complicated so the animals turn into, or, I mean not animals. Sorry, the people turn into monsters. Uh, Levy, can I sing one song for you? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. That's all bebop and bebop and rock steady, are man. <laughs> I mean hell, the wolf as well as the uh, giant alligator snapping turtley uh, uh, sturgeon thingy. I mean, well, th th they're just Tokar and Razor. Well, yeah, I, I know, but I'm just saying in the, in the game, it's it's humans that mm -hmm. transform. So. I just mean, how hard would that have been to adapt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, but like speaking, now that we're talking about the movie, I want to point out this, these posters we got here. Oh, yes. Uh, on the left is the American poster, uh, which is fine, I guess. You know, but look at that. Look at that Japanese poster. Or maybe it's Chinese. I'm not sure. I don't want to generalize. But look <laughs> at that poster. God damn, is that a cool poster. I want that as a back tattoo. Right? That is badass. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, good call. Anyway, yeah, the movie is like, um, yeah, I guess there's like some sort of CRISPR genetic lab in space that like explodes and these little like canisters of chemicals come crashing down. Like one falls in a lake, one falls in the forest, and one falls in this, like, gorilla enclosure. At the San Francisco Zoo. <laughs> yeah, so then you get, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is some sort of, uh, gorilla attendant. Gorilla whisperer. Whisperer, <laughs> zookeeper person. I think the title is primatologist, but no, I prefer gorilla whisperer. That, <laughs> uh, that, that feels better. Um, I, that needs to be somebody's PhD title. I mean, you got yeah. Chris with raptors, you got Dwayne with... Yeah, gorillas. with gorillas, yeah. Yeah, and his uh, his favorite gorilla, George, ends up becoming a giant, and then you got a giant wolf and a giant gator. And uh, the next hour and, like, 20 minutes or whatever is basically the animals getting bigger and angrier uh, as time goes on until it ends in finally, like, a 15-minute a fight in the city. Which is the cool part of the movie, but... Uh... I will say the first five minutes of this movie, which is the exploding CRISPR lab, that's pretty bitchin'. And, yeah, I'll say it, the last 15 minutes, they're fun when they're actually, you know, rampaging in this rampage the, movie. The entire movie was, like, acting like it was serious when it 
when nothing was really mattering at all. Kind of like a Fast and the Furious movie. Well, yeah, I mean, the beginning was all talking about <laughs> lining up for the action. That's all it really was. Where stuff is ha- happening, and it's very important, but very... it really doesn't matter at all. It really doesn't. It's all the scientific facts and all this technology that we're giving them and do we break the things Elmer? they have to do. Sorry, I've been making a face like a blow-up doll for about the past uh, 30 to 45 seconds here. Dudes, can you imagine if they actually did? Because they they were talking about it with to do a mashup film between Transformers and... Or no, no, sorry. It was Jurassic World and The Fast and the Furious. They were going to do a crossover movie. Oh, God. How easy would it be for Warner Brothers to sell this off to Universal? And Universal does a mashup where... Hey, turns out I've I've been Luke Hobbs this entire time. Not just a primat- primatologist. You know, we need family on this to fight the giant monsters, Dom. No. no. Please no. Please, please no. I went and saw the no, damn Barbie said. movie last night, and I can tell you right now, nothing in that movie would be nearly as ridiculous as what I just said. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw Barbie. Yeah, but if it sounds like... Uh, our explanation of this movie is very short. That's because th- that's literally the only important things in the movie. Uh, you get some really cool visuals at the end when they're dumping all their millions into the animation. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I probably would have liked it if I was a, a little boy. You know? Yeah, if you were a kid, and I mean, yeah. seeing all this action. However, when the monkey is definitely demolishing everybody on the helicopter, I mean, some of it was pretty violent, and I don't know if I'd want to yeah. like, my eight-year-old to see that. But... I mean, we get to see what's his name from the office get exploded against a window. That's yeah. pretty. That yeah, was actually that's that surprised the hell out of all of us. We all went, oh, sh-. I mean, we we all called it. We saw him running away. We're like, oh, he's gonna get. Yep, th- he's gonna get killed. And we saw him get killed. We're like, oh, no there. Spoilers. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, spoiler, no spoilers, but no, it looked like somebody, like, exploded a ketchup bottle against the side of the building. And that's the thing, when you said it surprised all of us, it didn't surprise any of us. I was like, oh, once he gets out the door, he's gonna get squished, and then yeah. it happens. Well, yeah, there was a there was a pretty good splatter. I, yeah, I mean, just knowing the PG-13 rating on this, I'm just like, you know, this movie's pretty tame, and I, but I still understand a lot of carnage and violence. I mean, we see a boat full of people going down the Chicago River, which I think we're all kind of laughing at that. When that thing gets flipped over by Lizzie, that was pretty bitching. But, um, yeah, I did not expect that dude to turn into a goddamn water balloon. I mean, I think it definitely would have been different if they did do, like, people turning into animals. But instead, they did the animals turning, like... Bad cow disease, but enlargement form and mutations. <laughs> okay, and who gave the gator GHB again, or GB, or HGB again? Oh, GHB? What did I yeah, say? GHB. It was like the zoo versus... Oh, HGH? Human growth hormone. Human growth hormone. Oh, HGH. king of the monsters. I mean, at that point, it was just a different... Different kaiju, but with actual animals. Except for the lizard. Lizard was like a warthog, crocodile, Anglosaurus thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 motherfucker was goddamn. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, uh, it was from the Godzilla movies. What that is what Lizzie turned out to be in this. Um, at one point, I actually turned and looked at Levy, where it's just the uh, monsters jumping up and down in buildings and breaking stuff. I turned and looked at him and said, "You know, if you would have just sent me this clip right here and said." This was the Asylum's take on Godzilla King of the Monsters. I would have believed you. 
You know, at one point I was like, you know, this this really just makes me want to watch Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I want to play on King of the Monsters right now. Not yeah. But uh, speaking of that, I guess uh, was it a was it a bop or a flop for you guys? We'll start with uh, Archangel this time. Okay, as a big Dwayne Johnson fan, it's definitely I, I felt the same way about in San Andreas. Definitely one of his floppers, only because a lot of CGI, unnecessary CGI, as well as I felt like what they were trying to do with Rampage did not work until an hour and a half in, where they actually hit the point where the monsters were destroying the city, and I mean, that was the whole point of the movie. Except the gorilla giving the middle finger, that was my favorite point. Yeah, no, I think that was more pointed at the audience than it was anything else in this movie. <laughs> that was still my favorite point. That was probably my only favorite part of this movie. So I, I'm i sorry, you got a flop for me. No, that, that tracks. Um, as somebody who is a lifelong kaiju fan, as somebody who is currently staring up at that magnificent um, Asian market poster, which looks so much like I was showing these two earlier, the Heisei-era Godzilla movie posters from Japan, which are so beautiful and so awesome, and you can tell this took the inspiration from that. Yeah, no, this was... This is a flop. It's just barely a flop. If if just a little bit of passion actually would have gone into this, instead of just feeling like some like homogenized blob... I mean, when fucking Dragon Wars from 2009 <laughs> has more energy and entertainment value behind it than fucking Rampage, yeah. y- you know there's a bit of a problem. I saw that one in theaters, and uh, you know, that, that was definitely far more. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I gotta agree with you guys. I, I think overall it's a flop, but like... Just barely, so I'd say it's like it's like a half chub. Like a half chub. You know, yeah, no, like, I'd that. I'd settle for uh, it just it just made me wish it was better, <laughs> but like I guess it was all right. Like it's it's something like I I wouldn't feel bad if this was on in the background while I was like doing something, you know. Uh, yeah, but uh, that's gonna be a flop for me, dog. That's the best way of putting it. This is the Arby's of uh, action films. It's just yeah. it it it. That'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, man, we're not live this time, but uh, we should we should be live next time. Uh, hopefully, I'll have a working camera by then. Hopefully, it's not another two and a half or three months before then. Chances are I probably uh, won't be a part of the next one. I'm sorry, guys, with my yeah. schedule. But thank you so much for letting me be a part of this well, one. Well, yeah, no problem. Thank you for sitting on this Thank you. Uh, but, uh, yeah, if you want to catch our other episodes, uh, either on YouTube or on your favorite podcasting platform, you can go to gamelink.click and you can find all of our links there. Uh we haven't even talked about what we're doing next time, but I'm uh, I'm kind of deep into the Final Fantasy stuff right now, so maybe we'll do uh, Kingsglaive or maybe one of the Final Fantasy animes. Oh, uh, one of the Final Fantasy. There's a really good Final Fantasy anime 
that I think you would particularly enjoy, Elmer. Oh, damn straight. So, no, I'd be really game for getting back into some anime and stuff like that. Yeah. So, perfect. If Maybe it's the one I'm thinking of, I was meaning to show him that, but yes, we yeah, should totally the 80s? all watch it together. Yeah. Hey, better than what I was going to say, because on our way down, listening to Junk Food Cinema, they re they referenced uh, du the Dungeon Siege movie, and I just started sighing, and I just shook my head, and Archangel looked at me and said, what's that about? And I said, oh, we got to do that movie someday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you soon, everyone. Thanks for watching. Stay safe, stay sexy.